0: What's going on my friends? Welcome to the Northfield Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule this week to be with us. Um, Spring has sprung. It is officially super nice here in Oklahoma. Um, This weekend we're looking at almost 80 degrees. It's just fantastic. It's going to be a great weekend. planted a bunch of tulips in my um, flower bed uh, that is... A, my wife's favorite flower, and uh, the acronym for the religious belief I hold to. Uh, you can Google that. Look up tulip um, and religious beliefs. <laughs> um, so I, it is Easter weekend, and it is um, the season of renewal. The idea of the new birth, the incarnate Christ dying on the cross. Today is when I record this. It is Good Friday. Uh, this is the day that he, you know, t- traditionally we're, we, we celebrate and think about when Christ uh, died. And, and he died on Passover. This year, Passover is taking place. Um, Passover has um, historically been something that's taken place in the Jewish nation for thousands of years. But it was a symbol. Uh, Passover was always meant to be a symbol of what was coming. What The, the Passover lamb it was the idea that Christ was coming and he was going to sacrifice his own blood on the cross. And, and that way our sins could be passed over and forgiven because of the blood of the lamb being shed. And think about this. This is a, a beautiful picture that was laid down for people to see. And that picture is that Christ is was coming the lamb that would take away the sins of the world came and he lived a perfect life he died a perfect death for us a substitutionary death for us so that you and i could be forgiven and be reconciled to the god of the universe um hebrews chapter 9 says without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sins and mean, we live in a world where um, the blood is looked upon as an archaic and barbaric um, theology and and how can Christians hold fast to the idea that that this bloody religion and we live in a sophisticated and erudite society now we don't need this kind of um, old school um, thinking but thank God that is the The truth of the gospel, that that Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. And he reconciled us by the shedding of his blood on the cross and then being buried in the tomb and then raised three days later. So this is the day that we historically um, observe Christ dying on the cross for our sins. He was betrayed. He was betrayed by Judas for 30 pieces of silver. They came and arrested him late in the in the night and he was uh everything was done under the cover of darkness there was a a mock trial held by the sadducees and the pharisees just a horrible carrying out of justice not not legitimate justice at all it was a ridiculous trial it was just something so that they could have their consciences salved and 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 wooled over so that they wouldn't feel bad. But the idea is that they did. Take a sinless spotless man. And throw him under the bus. And he willingly. Here's the thing. God had every right. Every. I mean he could have said. And defended himself on multiple fronts. But he chose to stay silent. For our good. Because if he had defended himself and he could have if he had defended himself on any level he would have condemned every single human being but he came in to seek and to save that which was lost he came to to shed his blood for those that would believe and those that would repent and those that would follow him oh praise the lord for that what a good what a good reminder this is that this is the good friday that and this is the purpose of good friday is that christ came <clears throat> to be the sacrificial lamb he was put through a, a just unspeakable amount of torture and then hung on a hellish machine called the cross um, According to Josh McDowell's website, yeah, he's got details of the torture on here. It Says the fourth gospel shares details of the crucifixion of Jesus. This includes the public flogging Jesus had to endure. Romans typically used the flogging to hasten the victim's death. The whip made the leather made from a leather straps or leather thongs of various lengths uh, was interwoven with sharp, jagged pieces, bones. Uh, and lead. And every lash... With these bits of bone... Ripped through Jesus' back... And flesh... Made it shred. Um, as of an... Uh, a 1986 article... In the Journal of American Medical Association says... As the Roman soldiers... Repeatedly struck the victims back with full force... The iron balls would... Cause... Deep contusions in the leather thongs and the the sheep bone would cut into the skin and the scalpel tissue. Then as the flogging continued, the lacerations would tear into the underlying skeletal muscles and produce quivering ribbons of bleeding flesh. Christ endured this. Christ endured this for us. Um, on the cross, he, uh, this is, this is before the cross. This is pre cross. And this is the thing that's mind blowing to me is the physical torture was not even the worst. The skin being pierced, the nails being driven, thorns being shoved into his brow were not the worst of the torture. The worst of all of this was the separation between father and son. The separation between God the Father and God the Son. For eternity, they had never been separated. And God the Son becomes sin on our behalf. A treasonous, rebellious, sin-filled people. He becomes a sin. He becomes sin who knew no sin and was separated from his Father in order to take the full wrath of God. Jesus took our punishment. Jesus took what we deserve. Jesus took the full wrath of a holy God against a sin-filled, treasonous people. And he did that because he, he loves us. He did that because he loves you. He did that because he loves me. Christ died on the cross because he loved us. Oh, my friend, can you, do you see him? savior who is king is the sovereign king of the universe did this to redeem and to buy you back to reconcile you back to himself that's a god that that is amazing that is not some lowercase g god that is the sovereign mighty king of the universe that has the stars in his hands That has the universe under control that has everything numbered and known that is Sovereign God, Jesus. Oh, do you know him? If you don't, there is an opportunity for you to find his grace today. Oh, that you would find his grace to be sufficient. That you would lay down your rebellious spirit. That you would repent of your sins. That you would confess and repent of your sins and believe on who Christ Jesus is. You would follow him fully and completely. That, it would be, that you would be the, the end-all, be-all, the sovereign, preeminent king of your life. That you would no longer love your sin, but that you would run from your sin and you would pursue holiness and long to know the God of the universe as more than just a God, but a savior and a friend. The holy God of the universe has come. And the only thing that's stopping you, the thing that's blocking you from having a genuine relationship with him is your sin. And it must be repented of. First John 1.9 tells us if you confess your sins that he, Jesus, is faithful and just to forgive you. He died on the cross to forgive you. Man, would you repent. That's my hope for you today. Pray that you have a blessed resurrection weekend. I don't know where you're going to go to church, but, man, find a gospel center Bible-believing church. If you're close by First Baptist Church in Cedarville, Kansas, come visit me. Our services start at 11 a.m. Sunday School's at 945. and we would love to see you. God bless. You guys need to check out my friends at Outpost Coffee. They have an incredible caffeinated beverage that will not let you down. The warmer weather is here with spring. Go get yourself a Cold false Trail Or a warm vanilla latte. Like, you can't beat it. I mean, if you don't like the fancy stuff, just grab yourself a house drip. You can't beat it. Check these guys out at OutpostCoffeeCo.com. That's OutpostCoffeeCo.com.